ShareCare is the leading online health and wellness engagement platform, providing millions of consumers with a personal, results-oriented experience by connecting them to the most qualified health resources and programs they need to improve their health. It's time now for ShareCare Radio on RadioMD.com. Here's your host, Dr. Daria. Hello, welcome back. It is Dr. Daria. We're talking a lot about traveling this winter season, and often we talk about getting in some fitness, but let's take it to the next level. What about not just getting in some exercise, but actually having an adventure and planning a trip that incorporates that? To help us, I have top triathlete. He's placed in 2003 U.S. Triathlon Long Course Championships and competed in the 2003 Ironman Hawaii. He's also written the book on the athletic-minded traveler, where to work out and stay when fitness is a priority. It's a best-selling travel and fitness guide. He's a travel expert. His name is Jim Case, and he's going to help us today for the Travel Well segment, sponsored by Intercontinental Hotel Group's Even Hotels Wellness Initiative. Jim, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to be with you, Dr. Darry. You always talk about some really great adventures. You have kids. They're nine and they're five years old. What's their favorite adventure athletic trip together? Well, right now, it has to be the annual ski trip to whatever mountain mm-hmm. that is, it's, it's great because um, my youngest is now able to actually go downhill and sideways, and my nine-year-old uh, is getting into snowboarding as well. So it, it's always a fun four or five days as a family. You know, we're, we're holed up in a little condo. It's a lot of together time and great mm-hmm. fun on the mountain and then great, great uh, meals and movies and things in the evening as well. You, you know, I, you, you touched on something that I totally agree. My family used to do that, too. We'd all go skiing together. It's a great way to get s- some great family time. And then you could take different runs. My dad and my mom would take us an easier run. My brothers and I would go do the crazy kamikaze run. And then you all meet up and have dinner together and have coffee and après ski. It's a lot of fun and great for all ages. So it's a great suggestion for all of our listeners. Now, you yourself initially had been a TV, an attorney, you were a TV show host, and you then gave up corporate life and started doing some triathlons. Tell us about that. And then you became a championship winner in them as well. I did. I did. It's, it's, my path has been quite um, quite a circuit. What's the word? Cir- circuitous. 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 <laughs> that one always is a tongue twister for me. You probably um, have to do a lot of circuit training, too. Yeah, exactly. So both. Um, but but the the triathlon thing just kind of started on a whim. It was a bet, believe it or not, among my brother and my wife and I. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we lo- we all lived in Chicago, and the Chicago triathlon was really one of the maiden, one of the big races, the original triathlon, ten thousand mm-hmm. plus athletes. And um, so we just said, okay, let's do this. We didn't have any equipment, barely had a bike. And, and just made a bet, whoever had the fastest time would have to buy dinner for the other two. Um, <laughs> plus, if it was between my wife and I, that we our, our bet's always on a back rub, 10 or 15-minute back rub. That's our currency. That's a good bet. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife won. Good for her. <laughs> she beat us nice. both. So that was, that, was our four, that was my foray into triathlon, and it, it just caught the bug. And so from then, uh, we ended up moving to San Diego, fast forward five or six years, had been training quite a bit, uh, sold the business, had some additional free time, and then really just dove in headfirst into the triathlon world and actually did pretty well. 
Fantastic. And yet now you and your wife are in business together on your you know, the, the Athletic Money Traveler as well, right? We are. We are. That um, when After we started spending more and more time training and then traveling for our careers, we started identifying problems with the ability to find hotels and places mm-hmm. to stay that were conducive to our lifestyle. So mm-hmm. after two trips in a row, one to, I'll never forget, one to Las Vegas and one to Salt Lake City, uh, business trips, I, I went to Las Vegas, and the concierge yeah, not told known me, for okay, its fitness options, right? Yeah, exactly. So I'm looking for a place to run, and the concierge says, okay, well, there's a great route, just here's a map, and, and I get out, and the map ends up taking me around, like, one of those huge parking lots in the back of a hotel and just run it like four or five times to get four or five miles. And I was like, you know, this is crazy. And then in Salt Lake City, um, there was a hotel that had their one, uh, their, their hotel gym on the one and only smoking floor in the oh, hotel. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that good was for your really planning by the hotel mm-hmm. developer, right? So a lot of places, yeah, a lot of places in hotels, the gym seemed sec, uh, seemed to be either an afterthought or just them checking off the fact that they have it. That's right. That's right. And, and but frankly, it. though, it has become a lot better um, than ten years ago. And you have brands like even hotels that are basing their entire uh, just starting from scratch and 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 planning and designing mm-hmm. the hotel around a healthier lifestyle, which is fantastic. Um, yes, and, absolutely. And, yeah, and, and we like to think that our company, which, you know, you asked about the book, we wrote a book, and then the book became a web portal, and then the web portal launched us into becoming these healthy travel experts. Um, mm-hmm. And so we started to have opinions and providing resources to a lot of different companies, both in the travel space, the hospitality space, and the fitness space. And um, it's, it's made it better. It's made it better for travelers. It has, it has. And just like a hotel needs to think from the ground up and thinking about incorporating fitness, a lot of times when we're traveling, we have to, you have to think about it and you have to plan ahead. So, you know, if you know you're going to be traveling for a job and you're going to be in meetings all day, do you have any specific tips for how to just squeeze in some activity in between all of all the things you have to do? Well, you know, you hear all the time that if you can get it done first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. then you should do it because you, you have more control over your day and your schedule and all that. You never know that business meeting is going to last longer, or the lunch is going to last longer than you plan, the dinner is going to happen at a different time, et cetera. But frankly, you know, that, that's, that's sometimes not practical. I mean, I'm guilty of it. You, you're tired from travel, et cetera, and then rather than waking up at 15 or 20 minutes earlier to sneak in a workout, you'd rather sleep. Right. So, of course. so you know, what I just try and do is look for opportunities to walk if it's a squeeze-in situation. You know, so I've walked to the business dinner location if it's you know half mile or a mile away, or I've mm-hmm. walked to my meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, you can do the old traditional walk up the stairs in the hotel kind of thing, but it's it's a lot more difficult to motivate to do that. So I just look for. Spots, yeah. you know, just uh-huh. opportunities in the day where rather than driving or being a little bit more lazy, if I can just walk mm-hmm. um, or take the stairs instead of the elevator kind of a thing. Right. Assuming and, it's not a, you know, a 20th floor room. Yeah, in which case you get a lot of exercise. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
I I like the idea of walking because it also it makes it more enter, you know enjoyable and you're seeing the area around you assuming that you are not walking in a parking lot like you did in Las Vegas but it, you, it can make it more fun and more likely that you're going to do it which let's be honest like that's the nature of the game if you're not going to do it it's not going to be beneficial of course right and that's the number one activity that travelers like to do it's to get outside mm-hmm. uh, and whether it's walk or run or something else. Mm-hmm. Getting outdoors, um, exploring the local neighborhood while mm-hmm. simultaneously getting in a workout is the number one fitness activity. And so one of our parts of our business that's really become popular is our custom jogging and walking maps that mm-hmm. we provide to hundreds of hotels around the world, five or six different languages. Um, and that's really become big. And again, IHG has been a really big proponent on on custom maps for some of their brands like Crown oh, really? Plaza and um, even hotels. So if somebody wants to go someplace where they have that option, you're saying an intercontinental hotel group kind of works with you to make sure they have those custom running map and walking map options? Exactly. You just go to the front desk and they'll already have planned routes that have mm-hmm. been customized that lead out from the front door and provide the mileage and the distance and, and routes that you can be confident in, in exploring. Very nice. I did that recently at a hotel in Boston. It makes it a lot more fun. You got, I got a great view where I went and a quick run in at the same time. Now, there's fitness that we're talking about, but then there's really planning some adventures on your travel. And this is what seems like so much fun. You know, so you know, if, even if somebody's not a professional athlete, they're not doing triathlons, you know, what can they look for in a destination if they really want to take it to the next level or make it that memorable adventure? Yeah, and that's key. Memory is key because I think that when you come home, well, especially now, you know, with with selfies proliferating on uh, in social mm-hmm. media. I mean, people not only want to have that enjoyable, memorable experience for themselves, but they also want to share it with their friends and family, etc. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's two tracks there. If it's an adult type trip versus with a family type trip, mm-hmm. um, you know, the family trips. It can be something, for us at least, it's, it's always something that's unique. We always look for something that's unique and a different experience than we can get at home. Um, we live in San Diego, so the beach thing kind of isn't as appealing to us as it might be to someone who lives in New York or Atlanta, etc. Mm-hmm. But like, for example, we were recently in San Antonio, and they have the great river walk that goes through the city, and you can go on a, the, the, a boat tour through the river walk with the Christmas lights, uh, and, and it was just great, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, it, it, there's the traditional um, Disney World, Disneyland theme park kind of thing, mm-hmm. but then a lot of times there's other more unique, smaller places that can be even more fun and more unique, like, for example, the Santa Monica Pier. And, mm-hmm. the, and the beach and, and the roller coaster and the Ferris wheel there or Navy Pier in Chicago. Um, so, so finding, you know, even like finding the best breakfast restaurant. We're a big breakfast family. Um, so finding the best breakfast restaurant and, 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 and sharing that with your, with your kids and ordering some of the things off the menu that um, those places are known for. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are great things. Uh, another example is... is like mountain biking in Lake Tahoe or, or surfing yeah. in Scorpion Bay. I mean, there's these locations that are mm-hmm. out there that you might not necessarily think of right away that provide these more unique experiences. Yeah. They're always great. Absolutely. That seems kind of iconic and gorgeous, mountain biking in Lake Tahoe. I've, I've done that. It's 
gorgeous. You forget you're having a workout because it's just, the view's so beautiful uh, and really great options. And is that something they can just talk to their travel agent or go to your site? How do they find some of those if somebody's just starting from scratch? Yeah, both. I mean, there's a lot of information online, of course, on our mm-hmm. site. We've got um, play well, you know, activities that you can find and, and destinations. Mm-hmm. Um, travel agent as well. You know, there's a bunch of different resources out there that you can do. The other thing that's really important, I think, for us anyway, um, even though we do sometimes go on the, the, the camping trip, but if we're, going, if we're going to a location that has a hotel, um, finding, trying to find a place with a good bed is really, really yeah. important, especially if you're being active, uh-huh. you know, because you want to have, you want to have that good sleep overnight. Mm-hmm. And if you do, um, if you don't, then you're just going to be tired the next day. You're not going to have as fun of a time with whatever, no matter what your activity is. And then your kids are going to get on your nerves if you're with your kids, you know, it's just not going to make as good of a, so how do you find a place with a good bed before you get there? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I was hoping you'd have an answer. Yeah. <laughs> Once I get there and I fall on the bed and it feels like concrete, I know I didn't find a place with a good bed, but it's a little too late. Some hotel chains have done a good job of standardizing their bed mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm. let's say, uh, or their bed quality, you know, the certain so. type of mattress, et cetera. Right. So, um, you can just so that's a good out. way to go. Okay. Make sure, um, you're there's right. also other ways, you know, if you use reviews from, from mm-hmm. um, online sources. Okay, wonderful, because you're right. The more adventurous and the more fitness activity you're getting in there, the more important it is that you actually get some rest, especially if you have the kids with you. For sure. Now, my daughter is two years old, so for her, we're not ready, not skiing yet, but always looking for fun adventure trips that we can take with her to start creating those memories together. Yeah, and it can even be sitting in line Although to some, to some, this might not sound <laughs> exciting mm-hmm. um, or their cup of tea, but in terms of making a memory or having that experience, sitting in line for three hours in chairs, lawn chairs at Franklin Barbecue in Austin <laughs> at 8 a.m. <laughs> and then barbecue eating for their breakfast. world-renowned brisket and pulled pork. You know, I mean, that's just something that's not going to happen in many different mm-hmm. places. No. You know what I'm hearing from you is that, you know, to have these memorable adventurous trips, you don't have to go do something crazy. You're not repelling off Machu Picchu. You're doing, you're finding cities and you're finding what's unique about each of them. And then you go do it, whether it's the mountain biking, like you said, or the barbecue or breakfast and just finding that. Absolutely. I mean, not everybody can afford a trip to base camp Mount Everest, (laughs) you know, um, so, mm-hmm. and, and we're, we're really fortunate and lucky to, if you're uh, living in the United States, to have it's such a diverse geography, topography that our country has, you know, from the West Coast to the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And there's so many different things that you can do and participate in and find unique experiences. And they can be fairly mundane, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not going to be a great memory. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. It's not the fanciness of the place. It's the, you know, the, the newness of it, the, the fun of the experience, the unpredictability of it, too, is probably a big part of it. For sure. And, you know, one other activity that comes to mind in terms of a family trip that, that actually a lot of people don't realize or think of as being a good workout trip mm-hmm. are these water parks. Really? Because, 
if you think about it, you know, these water slides are built up on at the top of staircases mm-hmm. or hills that you're walking up the sidewalks. And mm-hmm. people, you get a lot of exercise <laughs> getting up to the top of these slides. You know, then uh-huh. you get to slide down. That's the fun part, of course. But if you think about it, I mean, you probably, by the end of the day, have done, you know, a couple hours on a Stairmaster. Mm-hmm. I had never even thought about that. And I'm if I'm climbing up a really high one, I, the, the scaredy cat in me is probably so focused on what's going to happen at the end, I would keep climbing stairs because I get nervous at the top of that slide. <laughs> so not even thinking about the steps I'm doing. Yeah. You know, the other great point you make with that is that for all of us adults, you know, when we're kids, that's what our trips in- entail. It's water parks and amusement rides and things like that that are, are fun and adventure a little bit adventurous you know it can be physical but as we become adults a lot of times our travel is less so so maybe one good rule of thumb is just to you know, plan like you're traveling with kids whether you are or not and you're probably going to get more fitness in i like that yeah i just I like thought of a lot it. and if we're talking about kids i mean we also find that the kids get more excited whether it's a local trip you know a road trip versus a, a week-long vacation if we're getting them involved in the planning, hmm. they mm-hmm. really get more excited about it as well. I mean, obviously, if we're going to Disneyland, they're going to be excited about it regardless. <laughs> but, yes. you know, if we get them involved in the planning and then maybe they're, they also pick out a piece of equipment or something, you know, maybe it's a ski hat that, that, that we buy or the new, new, new uh, shoe or something, um, and then if we mm-hmm. involve them in, like, photo sharing on Shutterfly or something after to create a, a, a book mm-hmm. um, about the trip, you know, mm-hmm. these, are, these are ways to help get them excited not only about the trip itself, but then also remembering mm-hmm. it, you know, five or ten years from now. You know, that's a really good point you make. And I've heard people use that same involvement for any number of things, getting your kids involved in fitness, getting involved in eating healthy food, like helping having them help you prepare the food, too. It's a it's a really good lesson on, you know, getting them to participate and then engage in these healthier lifestyles themselves. Yeah, as adults, we like to have control, right? So <laughs> I mean, kids, kids are much different. I mean, they like to have any little bit of control that they can have over their days Mm -hmm. or trips or whatever we're talking about. I mean, they appreciate that. And for parents that are traveling with a teenager or a tween, giving them a little bit of control over that may make the difference between having a pouty teenager on your trip and one that's actually having fun. Absolutely. Capital A. (laughs) Excellent. I will try to remember that for (laughs) 10 years from now when my daughter is a tween. So, Jim, thank you so much. This was fantastic. Again, tell all of our listeners where they can find your site athleticmindedtraveler.com, all one word, one L in traveler. Wonderful. And they can also find on Amazon or they can follow you on Twitter at Healthy Travel. Remember, all of our listeners, again, want to thank Even Hotels for bringing us this Travel Well segment. They just opened their first of three hotels in New York City. So definitely check it out. You heard a little bit here about how fantastic it really was. Again, you're listening to ShareCare Radio on Radio MD. If you missed any of our segments, go to sharecare.com backslash radio. Follow us on Twitter at ShareCare Inc. or at Dr. Daria. This is Dr. Daria and you're listening to ShareCare Radio on Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well.